Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Welcome everybody to Fat Guys with Smokers. I'm Mike, here with John. What's up, John? Just uh, just another beautiful Saturday morning. It is. Hoping, uh, hoping we don't float away. Yeah. We didn't get as much rain yesterday as I thought we were going to. Yeah, but the wind, the wind, my smoker blew over. Are you kidding my, me? My like two or three hundred pound gorilla, like silverback, just tipped right over. That's crazy, yeah. man. I had the cover on it, and it just the wind hit it, and just it was it was pretty intense. To, I think everything's fine, but <clears throat> what side of the house is that on? So it sits on, so uh, on the, the west back side. of my deck. Yeah, it sits on the west side. The wind okay. was coming from the south, and it just fell right over. It was crazy. That makes sense. All my crazy. stuff's on the north side. But... It's done that a couple of times. I need to come up with a better system. Obviously, yeah. I've got a. Fault. I've got a 55-gallon drum. It's actually, it's that second drum from when we did Irv Mm -hmm. that I came home and it was in the middle of the street Yeah, when I got home off from work. It was crazy. Like, it was like hurricane force winds here in the middle of the mountain valleys. Like, it was insane. But anyway, besides the weather. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Did Mike just had a birthday? I did. Happy birthday, Mike. Thank you. Everyone, uh, everyone comment, like, shout out Mike, send him some birthday love. But, uh, the fact that we just started our Saturday morning talking about the weather, I think makes us official old men. We need to shift this to old dudes with smokers instead of fat guys with smokers. I know. I need to shave my beard. It's getting a little white. Yeah. I like it. Well, um, what's going on in the comments? Um... Well, I can tell you yesterday, I had to shut notifications <laughs> off on my phone because of you. More well, specifically, because of Damon. Okay, listen. I feel like I didn't get a chance to talk about this because I think the episode right after it, we were we were doing the Danny had a little lamb or whatever, and I just didn't. So, I spent like hours and days thinking about the stupid Valentine's reel that I put out. Right? Like, I mean, I I planned it out. Like, I worked on my dance moves. And then the next week, I was just going to throw some ribs on the smoker. And my boy Damon was like, hey, can I help? And I was like, heck yeah, dude. And he's like, hey, do you want to video me? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So I'd show him how to do everything. And then he did it right behind me. Uh, and it was way cool. Like, a really cool experience. We had a lot of fun. And, and he, like, took ownership of it. And it was fun to see him get excited about it. And then the next day, he's like, are, are you going to put that on your Fat Guys with Smokers page? Like, are you going to share that reel? And I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I didn't I didn't want to, like, exploit my child for views, you know? <laughs> but he was like, at it, like, Dad, please, please. So I threw together that footage of him in, like, maybe 20 minutes. And uh, Whitney picked a really good song to put it on and it has blown up well yeah so you put it on 
and the first like couple of days, I mean, it went, I'm going to call it viral. I'm sure real influencers aren't going to call it yeah, viral. Small scale viral, I would say. <laughs> but it had 13,000 views. Yeah. Like it hit 13,000 accounts. Uh-huh. Um, and then out of nowhere, like it started Thursday night mm-hmm. and literally all day Friday, like my phone almost died at the office because it was buzzing so much. I it shut off my notifications and had to plug my phone in. And it, I haven't looked this morning. I'll look, I'll look right now. Um, but it was over 15,000 views <coughs> last night. Excuse me. Yeah, I was telling John, he uh, Damon was way too into like, Dad, how many views do I have now? The first time that I haven't told him that it's kind of going through a resurgence right now. But it's been fun. And it, it was, I mean, it really was like authentic footage like he really did everything the knife part got a little sketchy we got some comments about that that while rude and poor language was used the guy brought up some legitimate points but anyway it was a good time so if you haven't seen it go check it out i would imagine (laughs) you're not gonna believe follow us you've seen it um 16,000 plays. What? Yeah. I checked last night. It was like 13,8 or something. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. 16,315 well, plays, man. There it is, man. <laughs> Which, again, to a real influencer is like, well, that didn't do very well. But most of our reels reach like 200 people. So. Yeah. So for for context, um, you're at 16,000. 16,000 views, that's uh, just shy of 16,000 accounts reached on Instagram. Mm. Um, My Costco reel that we were excited about Mm -hmm. is at 14,000. Our next most popular post (laughs) is Valentine's Day, Shake It While You Got It, Mike, at uh, 1487. Oh, my gosh. See, and that's infuriating. I worked so hard on that, and it was it was cringy and dumb. But again, I threw Damon's together in 10, 15 minutes just so he'd quit bugging me, and it has just exploded. So, well, and there's, I haven't even seen an announcement about it, but I keep getting invites from some of the other accounts I follow on my personal page mm-hmm. for a. Let me see if I can figure out what they're what it's called. It's a a broadcast station, broadcast channel. What does that mean? I have no idea. Oh. Never miss an update with broadcast channels. Keep up to date with your favorite creators. Contribute to the conversations. Admins can moderate the conversation. I don't know. Like a group or something? Yeah. Like, it almost looks like a group chat. Um, so we may have to set one of these up for fat guys with smokers. No. Yeah. Social media folks. I hate it so much. I'm learning a lot. I, I hate it, but I also want to know so much about it. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's the way of the future. Like marketing. Nobody watches commercials anymore, but you'll see ads on Facebook and YouTube. Well, yeah, you know? it's, yeah. It's funny. We were, uh. We were talking about the type of type of shows that Haley and I normally watch, mm-hmm. and like part of it is is like 
Haley likes watching light and funny, but she also wants to be, she likes to scroll through her gardening posts on, on right. Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's, you look at my posts and that's, you know, barbecues, stupid dad jokes and, mm-hmm. you know, other things. Mm-hmm. And then Haley's is gardening and chicks and <laughs> chicks is in cluck cluck chicks. Let's <laughs> make sure we don't confuse anybody here on make. the, on the, uh, on the old YouTube and podcast channels. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess, how are the chicks doing, Mike? You got chicks? I did. I got chicks for the first time. We've been thinking about it for a long time and finally well, pulled the trigger. $75 so. a dozen for eggs, it you yeah. know, becomes economical. Yeah, it seems like it. So it's fun. The kids are having a good time and they're all still alive. So we only got six, but it's, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not sure. I've talked to a lot of people done a lot of research so i don't feel like i'm just like yeah i guess i'll be a farmer now. you know like i i have a pretty good idea of what it's going to take but we're pretty excited so far oh man Haley loves her chickens yeah and you yeah. just got them like during covid right yeah so we our first flock we got right at the very beginning of covid mm-hmm. like it was oh the kids aren't going to be at school like this will be a fun project for them mm-hmm. and my middle boy robbie loves them like he loves his chicks. Um, they're Charlie's not into it. Like yep. they're a little too dirty for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're onto our second flock this year that Haley's got her chicks there in the bathroom across the hall here, that mm-hmm. chirping away, and she's all excited for him. That yeah. even the kids we we went to the Costco's as Clay would say yesterday, the and Costco's. halfway through. Mom, can we check on the chicks? <laughs> and she's like, "We're well, we're not at home. Like that's gonna be kind of, no on your phone." And she pulls; she's got a wise cam on her chickens, and <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> he sat there and like looked at him and counted them, and like he was loving it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yep. Hmm. So hey, let's uh, let, let's do a shout out. Who? Yeah. Who you got, Mike? I got uh, Swine Life. Mark Williams from Swine Life. That's a great name. Yeah, right? Isn't it amazing? They've got... Uh, so, full disclosure, they are a barbecue competition team, but they do a lot. And I don't know if they work with uh, my hero and role model, Malcolm Reed, or if they're just really good friends. But So, they've that's kind of how I first got turned on to him, is watching a lot of Malcolm Reed videos. He was in a couple of them featured... And then I realized he had his own channel. He's the one that really got me into the gorilla um, because that's what he uses for most of what he cooks. Uh, And so I watched a lot of his videos to kind of see if I liked it and stuff. But I like his, I mean, he's just kind of my style. Like it's not super fancy, you know, crazy meats. It's very simple stuff you could do with your young family, you know, with limited time. Here's how you would do it. Um, I mean, he, he's got a few videos on there about how to make really good burgers on a pellet grill and stuff like that. So, uh, anyway, I really like him. They've also got, so they've got some rubs available as well. Like their, uh, shoot, I should have written down the names of them. I can't remember, but if you look up swine life, I know, Mississippi Grit and Mississippi Grind, I think, are the two big ones that they use. And one is like an AP rub, and the other is kind of a an, um, a sugary type of rub. But anyway, uh, like his videos, like what he does, awesome name. So, Swine Life, Mark Williams. Very cool. Yeah. 
Well, uh, today we're uh, we're going sides. Yep. Which I'm I'm kind of excited about. I am excited because I am looking forward to learning a lot from you. I've done a few sides uh, that I have enjoyed, but my family has not. So I kind of want to get some ideas. And if you guys have ideas as well, please feel free to comment on the YouTube page. I feel like that's the easiest way to comment. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. I don't think a lot of people have used it, but I feel like that's the easiest way to comment and let us know. Unless we figure out a broadcast channel. That's true. That apparently <laughs> exists. Yeah. Like No. Hit us on the hit us on the YouTube uh channel or just shoot us a DM on Instagram. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. I just learned what a DM was like a few months ago. So I'm still I'm a um social media novice. Also, I noticed on the YouTube video I look pissed. All the time. <laughs> and I've always been told that my whole life, but I was watching it and I just look so disinterested the whole time. Just like, I don't want to be here. That's just my face. Like I, I'm not trying to be rude or any, that's just how I look. If I had a dollar for every time somebody's come up to me and said, smile, is everything okay? And I'm just like, yeah, everything's fine. So anyway, please don't be concerned about my mental health. I'm living the dream right now, but I look very upset. So he's uh he's well fed. Yep. He had a Moab this morning. I did. He's got caffeine within arm's reach. Indeed I do. Maverick, we haven't forgotten about you. Don't forget about us. True that. <laughs> um yeah it and I I told Haley we were doing sides and she said no. I was like, what? And she's like, I'm not getting back on that podcast with you. Um, Rude. She did such a good job. Well, and she's really like, she is the heart and soul of the sides at our yeah. house for the most part. Um, I spend a lot of time worrying about the big protein and, mm-hmm. you know, what we're going to do. And, um, and then she comes up with these great sides. Mm-hmm. But um, Haley is not here today. Everyone, please send her just a little bit of grief in the in the comments so that she knows how much she is missed and we'll get her back on soon. And probably how much she'd add to the conversation. It's true. For sure. Um, but Haley, I think it's fair to say it's famous at this point because as many people ask me to cook, immediately follow it up. But can Haley make her Mac? Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard several people say that. Yeah. Yeah. She makes some awesome mac and cheese Mm. Um, and makes it and then throws it out on the smoker to, to firm up and it gets a, not a ton of smoke, but like just enough of a kiss of smoke that it, man, it's awesome. I feel like you could over smoke mac and cheese a little bit to where it's, yeah, I don't know. Bitter is the right term. Maybe. Yeah, and if your grill is dirty, yeah, that's a real challenge. Like, mm-hmm. it it is better to take a couple of minutes and clean the grill between your protein and putting your mac and cheese out there than putting it out if you've got like if you've done chicken wings or you know we did it one time and I had cooked I think two pork shoulders and a couple of racks of ribs and I had sauced them and there was all that like extra sauce down on the drip pan Mm -hmm. and I cranked it up to, you know, 300 to set the mac and cheese and 
sure enough, like you got that nasty, burnt, like sooty smoke instead of the good flavored smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I ruined that Mac. Wasn't what she did. It was what I did. Yeah. So I did that over the Super Bowl with some queso I was trying to make, and I did not clean my grill. And the exact same thing happened. It was disgusting because it just had that gross sooty is a good word for mm-hmm. it. So. so, yeah, make sure you clean your grill or, you know, buy a second grill so you have one for sides like I did. There we go. <laughs> That's a good idea. So uh, you yeah. just keep that one pretty clean then and no drippy or anything Yeah, like so that. my my little Traeger, my, the one that I started with, uh-huh. um, it actually, it lives in the garage and it gets pulled out front a lot. And I rarely cook meat in it. Mm. Um, sides are in it. We do cream cheese in it all the time. Like mm. things that you really need to clean pan. Like you could pull it out. You could bake cookies in it mm. because it's so clean. And it just stays clean because nothing's dripping on it. Huh? Yep. I like that. That's a good idea. So yeah, if you're going to use it enough, highly, highly recommend it. Mm. Um but a couple of things with the mac and cheese that um, I asked Taylor this morning, like, should I give everyone your recipe? And she's like, well, I, I don't know. She, oh. I, I mean, it, it's not that it's that secret of a recipe. It, um, it's kind of like our coleslaw recipe. I'll tell that story in a minute. Mm-hmm. But she uh, <clears throat> she found one online and she's tweaked it a little bit. Um, so if you want the recipe, there's a theme to everything we're saying today comment or send us a send us a dm Ooh, there we go we want the interaction people we're gonna drive it um it's getting real boring if we just have to yeah come up with everything but th- there are a couple of things that i think are really important with mac and cheese that we've mm-hmm. learned that i will share the first is don't use pre pre-shredded cheese yeah i saw you say that on here why is that so in like when you think about it this will make sense if Think about shredded cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got that like white powder on it. Yeah, almost like flowery looking. Yeah, so they put an anti-clumping agent okay. in there so that it's there. So it doesn't all stick together. I Which is fine when you put it on top of your enchiladas, your nachos, whatever. It melts down uh-huh. um, under really high heat. The cheese is like the main driver of like the creaminess in uh-huh. the sauce on mac and cheese. Right. And that like anti-clumping powder like just gets real gritty like Mm. your sauce never gets smooth yeah so because of that (laughs) anti-clumping thing huh yep interesting yeah and we learned that the hard way like we bought we just used shredded cheese all the time and like couldn't figure out and finally Haley went and did her research and found out that that anti-clumping stuff just never really breaks down in in sauces hmm. so what do you use do you just get a brick get a brick and get out the old food processor and i mean you could use a box grater or whatever you wanted but mm-hmm. it's a lot of cheese to yeah you put it in a food processor i never would have thought of that well the our like it's like a food processor like your mom has like it's got the it's got the blade in it right or it also has an attachment that it'll slice, it'll grate. So. Oh. See, I got we got a food processor for our wedding. That's the only food processor I've ever used. And it like doubled it a blender and all it has is a knife. Uh, I didn't know there were other attachments. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, this one's 
it has it has that knife to like <clears throat> chop stuff up it's mm-hmm. got a dough blade it's got a slicer it's got a oh, wow. shredder yeah and and you just kind of yep and from the top push it down that's awesome i'm gonna have to hit that up yeah mm. so it's uh yeah it's super handy when you're especially when we're doing like you know 10 pans of the stuff yeah when we do you know big group events or something and it you've got to shred eight pounds of cheese like uh-huh. that'll wear an arm out yeah that's so. what i'm thinking like man just one brick of cheese is like okay like this sucks interesting yep okay so and i think her i think her recipe's got like two or three pounds of cheese in a in a big pan do you ever use a uh, velveta for that not she hasn't i mean i've used velveta for other things mm-hmm. um but I it made, doesn't have the anti-clumping obviously so that's not yeah an issue yeah i mean mm. i'm not even sure velveta is real cheese but it's yeah, good that's kind of what i've heard it's kind of fake but it's good yeah. can't argue that yep. i'll eat it so um yeah so that's what we do and then you know you put breadcrumbs on top of it and kind of crisp it up and gives a little extra texture in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fun to play around with the breadcrumbs. Like you don't just have to use panko breadcrumbs. Um, what have you used? I think we've, I haven't tried this, but I really want to. Um, you and I talked about using pork rinds. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, want to try that. We mm-hmm. have used uh, potato chips before when we didn't have bread breadcrumbs. Oh. Used Doritos. Nacho cheese Doritos, Doritos. Dude. That's a great idea. It was baller. I could see uh man. If you were a big like flaming hot Cheeto fan, mm-hmm. I bet that could be pretty good pretty, too. Pretty good. See, my mom used to do not uh baked mac and cheese, but she would do like uh fu- we call them funeral potatoes. I don't know yeah. what the rest of the world calls them. Au gratin potatoes? Yeah, something like something that. Like I don't that. know. Anyway, she'd put cornflakes. It was fine, mm-hmm. but this sounds way better. Like yeah. it just sounds like there's other options out there. I mean, mm. yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Okay, right on. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, funeral potatoes. There's like we talked about almost. I've got some potatoes on here too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about this like. Maybe we should just save potatoes because I think there's a whole episode oh, to talk about potatoes and all the things you can do about them. I agree. And I'd, I'd like to research it more as well. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we don't even know. Yeah. Um, all right. So mac and cheese. Um, let's talk about it. I'm going to get hate for it. I know I will. I don't mm. really care. My family hates them. I love Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Like hardcore love brussels sprouts i will cook up brussels sprouts at nine o'clock at night just to have some brussels sprouts because i like them that much yeah i i don't think i ever ate brussels sprouts until i was an adult but did you ever see Ernest scared stupid i haven't it's a classic but they have these little pods that the trolls like grow from and Ernest called them like Brussels sprouts, and they're like slimy and disgusting. And I've always avoided them. And then I tried them as an adult, and I was like, "These are pretty good." <laughs> well, so anyway, I think a lot of times that's what people think of Brussels sprouts. They like think of like whatever the garbage is that comes out of a can, uh-huh. 
or nasty, over-steamed, like, mushy, soggy mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts that you had as a kid at elementary school. Yes. And those those are not good. Yeah. Hardcore pass. So how do you do it so that they're not gross? Um, first of all, Brussels sprouts are just code for give me bacon. Mm. Um, I like where this is going. Yeah. Is <clears throat> There are a couple of different ways you can do them. I'll, I'll tell you the way that I want to try and do them this summer. Um, but you take Brussels sprouts that are still on the stalk. I've never even seen them on the yeah. stalk. So Brussels... Have you seen a picture of like how Brussels sprouts grow though? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so there is a... It is a stalk and they're like these little bulbous parts that are the Brussels sprouts. You said bulbous. <laughs> bulbous. <laughs> Um, that grow up the side of the side of the stock. Okay. Um, and you can wrap them in bacon and put them on the grill and cook them wrapped in bacon on the grill. The whole stock. The whole stock. Like you just wrap the Brussels sprouts oh. and then when you eat them, you cut the, cut the Brussels sprouts off. I have never seen this before. <laughs> it looks like a tree with zits all over it. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So uh, Winco huh. here locally always sells them on the stock. Okay. So I want to try that. But you wrap the whole stock in bacon. No, just the Brussels sprouts. Oh, gotcha. Like each of the in- so those okay. individual zits you wrap in bacon because bacon solves acne. Right. Huh. Um. But so the way that I've done it is take one of your handy dandy foil pans. Mm-hmm. Chop up bacon, put that out, cook the bacon. Now you've got a pan full of bacon grease. Um, put some onions in. Kind of get those caramelized and brown. In your pan. In your pan. Okay. And then I take the Brussels sprouts and I've cut them in half at this point, And I throw them in there and kind of saute them um, in bacon grease with onions. Oh, and then when you serve them, you kind of let them crisp up, let the edges kind of char a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, and then you serve them with bacon and onions. Oh, wow. And they are fantastic. If you want to get fancy, a balsamic glaze drizzled over the top of them is like gangbusters. That sounds really good. Yeah. Um, hmm. But even at night, like you don't even need a smoker for this. Uh, air fried Brussels sprouts. You cut them in half, toss them in a little oil, um, hit them with a barbecue rub or just salt and pepper. Throw them in the air fryer for like five minutes, just so that again that outer layer starts to brown up and kind of um, char a little bit. And then you glaze them with balsamic, and man, it's like popcorn. Mm. I mean, it's that not like really popcorn, good. but it's friggin' delicious. Right? Huh? So. Good and good for you, probably, maybe. I mean, bacon grease, yeah. I mean, helps them go down. Yeah, there you go. It's so, got to be healthy, right? Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, mac and cheese, we've talked about Brussels sprouts now. Oh, you said that you you did something similar, though. I did, yeah. So, I saw, I think it was Heath Riles uh, on YouTube did this, and... He like, so he put 
I think it was Brussels sprouts. I tried it with, with asparagus. Um, but he put them just in a pan on the smoker. And then on the top rack, he put bacon. So as the bacon cooked, it like basted the Brussels sprouts underneath. So I did this with some chicken thighs. And then I put some asparagus on. Uh, and it was really good. And it just kind of, once the bacon was done, I mean, obviously I took it off. And then I crumbled it up and put it in with, with this stuff. But man, it was really good. And just kind of basted it as it cooked. That bacon grease would fall on the chicken. Because sometimes chicken can dry out when you're cooking it. There's not a lot of fat yeah. on it. So that added the fat to it. It was some of the best chicken I've ever had. And the asparagus turned out really good too. That but sounds fantastic. It was really good. Just sprinkled. I just put like some salt, pepper, garlic on. On, I think that's all I put on the chicken. And then I just sprinkled it on the uh, asparagus with some Parmesan cheese. And then the bacon drippings that just kind of cooked it. Man, it was good. It was really good. So, that's all right. Tell us about coleslaw, John. Coleslaw. Um, this is a... This is about as simple as it comes. Um, the secret here is you have to buy McCormick uh, celery seed. McCormick celery seed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the recipe is on the side of the McCormick celery seed. <laughs> um, and it it's funny. When you, my mother-in-law, she's such a good woman. <laughs> and she, uh, she hasn't guilt me yet. Um, well, we had only been married, I don't know, a couple of years, mm. and she, she, Haley had started making this coleslaw. This was like Haley's first side that she was really, really into was this. Uh-huh. Um, and her mom was like, oh, this is so good. Like, can, can I get the recipe? And I was like, oh, it's from the McCormick side. Mm. And she's like, oh, is it like a family recipe? <laughs> 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 and being the smart aleck that I am... <laughs> Immediately was like, uh huh. Yes, yep, it's that's my grandma. It's it's from the McCormick side, and Haley like five minutes into this conversation, like as I'm getting asked all about the McCormick side, <laughs> um, comes in and she hands her mom the bottle and she says, "It's from the side of the McCormick bottle." That's awesome. Yeah, sorry, mom. <laughs> it was fun, um, but yeah, it. <clears throat> I mean, that's, it's coleslaw, mayonnaise, apple cider vinegar, and uh, celery seed. Hmm. I've never used celery seed. I hadn't either until we started making coleslaw. Hmm. When we started, I mean, pulled pork was the first thing that I really made with any success and any frequency. And mm-hmm. there are few things better than a pulled pork sandwich with coleslaw on it. Yeah. Which I thought was wild when I first saw until oh, I tried so good. it. Oh, it's, a, it's so good. The creamy and the, oh, yeah, it's good. Yep. Yeah, just you buy the coleslaw mix, like, so it's all pre-cut up and mm-hmm. ready to go, and yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Hmm. Um, right on. And then uh, beans, Mike. Dude. I see, I'm looking beans. at the show notes, and the last thing on here on your list is beans, exclamation point. Yeah, beans exclamation point because they deserve an exclamation point. hey man i named my dog after him yeah. so 
honestly, I had seen a lot of stuff about beans. The first time I tried to cook them um, was with you, actually, up when we were doing that girls camp. Oh, just this summer? Yeah. Like, I'd looked into them. Nobody at my house will eat them, so I didn't want to make a huge pot for me. Oh, man. Uh, Easy. I love baked beans. Delicious. So. Yeah, I mean, the secret to baked beans is buying canned baked beans and then doctoring them up. Right. And, I mean, you look at videos on YouTube. That's what everybody does. It's not. I mean, you can soak them or whatever, but it takes five seconds to pop a can open. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and they're simple and they're delicious. And... Yeah. yeah. And you can take a, you know, fifty can of Bush's baked beans, add some barbecue sauce, some pulled pork mm-hmm. and a jalapeno and you can elevate the crap out of that fifty. Yeah. Well, and we added, what did we add? We added extra bacon. We had some onions, some red pepper. Yeah, and I think, like, that's the best part is, like, it literally is just, like, whatever you got left, like, throw it in. Yeah. A lot of these guys that I watch um, from the South, they're like, this is just how we grew up. Like, if we were cooking something on the grill, the beans were off to the side just simmering the whole time, all day. And, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, like, what weird but delicious things could you throw in beans? Like, I've thrown in... Some leftover pulled pork, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm wondering if there's. Like what the weird but delicious yeah, is. Yeah, the weird but delicious. I'm sure it exists, but. So if you have a pulled pork or a, what are we talking about? Beans. beans. <laughs> <laughs> a beans recipe. Let us know what weird but delicious stuff you put in it. That'd be good. No. All right, I've got a couple more things on my list, um, and then then we'll probably wrap up here. Mm-hmm. Um, the <clears throat> the one that I've got on here for potatoes, um, I was on a business trip. We were in Canada. We ended up in Guelph, which that's an awesome name. It's a yeah, it's a weird name. Guelph. Yeah, G U L E P H. I think. Guelph. Um, and it's actually, it's kind of, it's kind of a cool little town. It's a college town. Um, so it's very, like, it felt a lot like home, like being Mm -hmm. here and here in Northern Utah and our, our little cash Valley here. Um, and we went to, I tried to look it up. I, I think, oh, it just disappeared is why you never trust technology mm. let that be a lesson to you everybody listen to our podcast on technology never trust it it just disappeared on me because i don't think it was bin 23 is it this one i think it was um the albion bar okay not really important. In Guelph. In Guelph. So all of our Guelph listeners, let us know if we got the bar correct or not. I know. I may actually... She's retired now. But I may I may text one of the, one of the ladies that I worked with um, <clears throat> up in Canada. 
to ask her where this was, but we went to this. It felt like a really like old dive bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went in and we like walked way to the back of this restaurant and it was really dark, hard to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the best meals I've ever had. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they had a bunch of wild game on the menu. Like, mm. um, we had, there was like a boar sausage and like my dinner was an elk tenderloin. Oh, um, with some sort of sauce over the top of it. Um, but they had these, these potatoes that it was a sweet potato. Okay. That was sliced like paper thin. And they had different colored sweet potatoes. So like it was really like visually it was very attractive, mm-hmm. but it was the stack of, of sweet potatoes with a cream sauce, like, um, not quite all gratin or Leonese, but like it was, um, like scallop potatoes. Okay. There you go. Um, but it was, it was a heavier and sweeter cream than like normal scallop potatoes are. And, dude, it was fantastic. Really? Just this, like, creamy, sweet, soft, velvety potato that I have been trying to replicate for, I don't know, eight years. Yeah. That it, like... How's your replication coming? It's getting close. Yeah? Yeah. I don't Um, think I've ever cooked sweet potatoes. Do you cook them first and then slice them paper thin, or do you slice nope. them paper thin? No, so it, um, and I mix mine like with regular potatoes and sweet potatoes. Okay, so it's like your yellow potatoes give it a little more structure. The sweet potatoes are a little creamier, and mm. um, my phone's going off. I'll call you later, Dad. Um, What's up, mate? They. <clears throat> But yeah, it's a real heavy cream, a lot of heavy cream, butter, a um, little bit of garlic. I think the secret is there was, I've been playing around with cinnamon or nutmeg, just just like a little bit mm. that kind of pulls some of the flavor of the sweet potato out. Interesting. Um, but you pair that with a really like rich red meat and it's... Huh. It, so yeah. I'm picturing like... Almost like mashed potato-y type it's not, flavor. Yeah, except it's not mashed quite. Yeah. Like it, they're soft and you can cut them with a fork, but it's it's still that sliced potato. But a creamy and mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I've never even heard of this. But. I'll, I'll have to, maybe I'll make them put them on the gram. Um, yeah. Because I don't think I'm doing a, a good job describing it. I mean, I think you're doing a great job because I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I still have no idea what yeah. it's okay. what it's supposed to look Watch like. Watch the so. gram, folks. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, yeah. They were just they were like delicious. Yeah. Like still eight years ago, like I'm still chasing, trying to like hit this recipe the right way. Hmm. Um, but I think that's like one of the cool things about sides, and we haven't really talked about this necessarily. But getting your sides to pair with your entree mm-hmm. and like those potatoes elevated the elk. Yeah. Like 
Well, and it's like you said, the coleslaw and the pulled pork, I mean, it just makes that pulled pork just that much better. Mm -hmm. Like if you get the right side with the right protein, like it's, it literally is a game changer. Like it completely changes the taste. Maybe it's just the perspective at which you approach it, but yeah, it can be really good. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, the last thing on here, and this is another thing that probably deserves its own episode is, is dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, I took my first swing at this maybe two weeks ago and, and I failed. Mm. Um, I really want to have just a killer banana pudding recipe on the smoker. No, it. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to smoke my banana pudding. I was going to say, I don't. I don't know that. that I one. mean, you could. I guess you could smoke the heavy cream that you use to make it. Nah, I feel like we're grasping there. I think it would just. Be well, I, I did a. Um, I did a caramel apple pie once upon a time, and mm. I smoked cream that we made into ice cream and put on top of. Oh. The apple pie. How was it? <laughs> oh, dude. Really? Yeah. Huh. I had actually forgotten all about that until I just said smoked cream. Yeah. And now I want to go smoke cream. I I should experiment a little more with desserts because in my mind, like, you have your smoked stuff and then you have your desserts. But I really like smoked cream cheese. So. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. And it, you don't want it overpowering. But I feel like, like, one, I love banana pudding. Mm-hmm. Um it's delicious. Everything about it is wonderful. Yeah. Um, but I don't have a great recipe and I feel like that's a very like classic barbecue dish. Every, yeah. every barbecue joint I've ever gone to has had banana pudding. My sister-in-law has makes some of the best banana pudding I've ever had in my life. I should connect her recipe with you because I don't know where she got it. Some place in New York that's like, really fancy for their banana pudding like people wait in line for days and Ooh, she wow. found a copycat recipe and it is yeah i need that one of the best things i've ever had i was gonna say i tried the magnolia um bakery that sounds recipe. that sounds right but i don't know okay yeah like chip and joanna Gaines magnolia Probably. they've got a bakery i think they've got one in new york so maybe maybe that's what i'm um, thinking that the the hard part about it is, is just, it's not a like make it and eat it recipe. It's a make it and then it's got to sit and then make, mm-hmm. do this and then it's got to sit. Um, right. And that's really hard. I mean, the other problem is, is like one of my boys will eat banana pudding. Um, I'll eat banana pudding. I keep saying pudding. I know it's pudding. I'm sorry. Pudding sounds. Deal with it. Ooh. John. <laughs> wow. Um yeah. I looked like right at the camera <laughs> too with that. changed you, man. <laughs> Holy cow. Um Yeah, I don't know what we're having one of those mornings. Yeah. Um but you make it and then I've got this giant bowl of banana pudding with um with fresh bananas in it and fresh bananas just don't last very long. Right. Right. So, I mean, I should probably be like a good neighbor and just take some around, but yeah, I know a guy that would 
that would polish them off for you, but whatever. It's yeah. fine. Just let it go bad. <laughs> Yell at the camera and let your bananas go bad. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh that's one of the sides that I really wanna that's the other thing about in the South, pudding's not just a it's not just a dessert like that goes on the table with the meal, so it, really? it can be a side. Hmm. Interesting. So I would love to have a good banana pudding recipe. Yeah. That I was good at making. Sure. So sure. Any uh, Anything else you got on your list? Did we hit all your stuff? No, a lot of my stuff has to do with Dutch oven, which I feel like would be its own episode. So, you know, Dutch oven cobbler, Dutch oven potatoes, and I feel like there's so much mm. you could do with it yep. that we wouldn't be able to do it justice and without its own thing. So, yeah, maybe Dutch oven cobblers. That Dutch oven cobbler is actually where I think we talked about this. Yeah, but my whole kind of story, what you were known for. My whole story starts with... Uh, Cake mix, peach cobbler, mm-hmm. and a Dutch oven. That's kind of where I started in high school, too. So, yeah. Alrighty. TBD. No. To be continued. To be, TBD means to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ooh. before Mike and I say anything else that seems silly and dumb this morning, uh, I guess we'll wrap it up. Yeah. So, until next time, I'm John. And I'm Mike. And we're Fat Guys with Smokers. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of Fat Guys with Smokers. Don't forget to like, subscribe.